Welcome back to another episode of Atelier 1121. I am your host, Dontavia Roulette, and our special guest today is Nefertiti Avani, a singer, songwriter, and a phenomenon. Absolutely gorgeous, inside and out. I would like to introduce you guys to Nefertiti. Welcome, Nefertiti, to Atelier 1121. Thank you so much for being on the podcast as a guest. Uh, first thing we would like to ask you to do is give us a brief introduction. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Um, for everybody who does not know, I am Nefertiti Avani, singer, songwriter, and music composer from Cleveland, Ohio. So my first question to you is, where did your journey begin? Uh, my journey began at home when I was very, very, very young. Um, my father and my grandfather and, you know, pretty much my family was 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 musical and into the performing arts. And um, I did performances when I was little and they kind of taught me how to play instruments, drums, and keyboard. And it just kind of went from there. <laughs> so may I ask what musical moment uh, changed your views or impacted you the most to put you on this path to being a singer-songwriter? Um, that's a tough question because there were so many instances in my journey, you know, listening to different artists and being inspired um, in a poetry class and learning how to structure songs and poems. Um, that encouraged me and influenced me. Uh, you know, meeting Teddy Riley influenced me. Meeting my husband influenced me. I, there were so many moments that just um, prepared, propelled me to the next level of inspiration as far as doing music. So you're an artist that pulls inspiration from everywhere. You're, mm -hmm. you're actively interacting with all energies at all times. Yes, all the time. Yes. How important it is it to interact with energies all the time and pull from the most potent inspiration, which is life? Oh, man, it's extremely important because, you know, that's the battery. That's what keeps everything circulating and moving and flowing, that communication between me and the different energies around me, which is also essentially me, you know, so that exchange keeps, keeps me potent, actually. So yeah, it's important. So let's go back to your first work. Mm -hmm. How has Neff developed and changed on the inside? And how does that reflect in your new music? For instance, your song Raw. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll say like my first published work was probably Oxygen. And um, what was different? I, 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 I'm going to say that, I'm going to say a couple of things. So one thing, the amount of experience I had just living life and the amount of experience I had in love, like being in love from the beginning into being in love now and seeing how that alchemy um enhanced every single little thing that I do so the alchemy of love is one difference from my first publication to now um secondly of course being around more established 
um, creators. Mm-hmm. So just sharpening my craft and being more professional, learning more what grabs people and just being more into being more masterful than I was then. So that's the second thing I'm going to say. And the third thing I'm going to say is my journey into my health. So raw is about a couple of things, but I definitely have more purpose in my artistry now than I did then. Like then I was just a kid and I wanted to do music and I was excited. Now I'm more so, I'm also about that, but I'm also about um, being of service to others, being of service to this planet. What do I want to give to this world? And um, so raw definitely stands for the things that I wanted to give to this world, which is, you know, a consciousness of health and love and how all of those things work together. So being a health enthusiast will be the third thing. (laughs) So may I ask who's listening to Neff right now? Like, what are the, you know, analytics like? How old are they? And what what is the feedback that you're getting right now? Mm-hmm. So raw, um, I found out maybe like three weeks ago, raw has been all over the planet. Every streaming continent has streamed raw, which surprised me because it's an R&B song. And, you know, they say that R&B isn't like a big um, genre. Mm-hmm. But that song has been to Africa. That song has been to Spain. That song has been to South America. That song has been to Australia. That song has been to Europe. And, it, and it, you know, which it blew me away because I did not, prom- I didn't promote it. Like, mm-hmm. it. I just kind of threw it out there, did the video, and on its own, it just really, like, caught on. And so I'm excited It's at like 25,000 streams right now all over the planet. But you know what I think that is? I think that is when you are moving in your purpose and you find out what your why is and you know that you are being of service and not just being Mm -hmm. an artist and that is bigger than you, that Mm -hmm. you don't have to promote because you know that your message is authentic Mm -hmm. and necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and raw would mean just as much to me if it was not all over the planet. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. And you know what? I I had listened to your work before. I watched your videos before, but it's raw was different. Mm -hmm. Raw was absolutely different. Uh, The way it was, uh, the visuals that were created, it showed a black home, a loving couple (laughs) who is taking care of not just themselves, but each other. Mm -hmm. And with the current atmosphere, it was overdue because of course, I don't know if many people know, most of my listeners are on this path. Entertainment is vital. And to see brown faces doing Mm -hmm. healthy things Mm -hmm. is vital because it translates faster than any book, Mm. any um, Instagram feed, because you're giving it to them in layers. You're giving them the visuals, the music, the beauty, the message. And I just, I see that in Raw and I see where you're going, Neff. And I want to circle back to you saying that you wanted to be of service. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me more about your mission 
mm-hmm. your goal and mm-hmm. your why. Mm-hmm. So because love has been such a strong alchemy in my life, like I said before, and um, being successful in it has been this journey of ebb and flow and this journey of consistent um, change and evolution and construction and formation and foundation. It's been so many things, but it's been so powerful. It was like, I have a personal mission to restore this, be an example of this and show people because I I feel like we kind of lost the purpose of like be in love for what? Yeah. You know, be, you know, be a partner of someone else for what? Mm -hmm. And so there is this amazing, like, it's it's, it's just something that you cannot explain, but I'm going to use the word magic. Yeah. There's this magic and this power in committing yourself to yourself, right? And then allowing someone else to assist you and be beside you and helping you to accomplish your highest self and then you assisting them the, in the same way. It's like the it's like there's no limit and you and you become, you know, when they say when two you when one horse is when you have one horse that's a horsepower but when you have two horses put together you have three horsepower mm-hmm. and I want to show the world why it's important to be in love and be accomplished in love how are you fostering your children's creativity while being an artist and what do you see for your children today and what do you aspire for them Mm -hmm. so um I think that is very uh imperative that I decided to pursue what makes me happy and she gets to see that so intimately you know I always encourage her to find who she is and pursue what makes her happy um pursue what brings her joy and pursue what brings her health so, um, and I mean, she's met some incredible people at an early age, you know, and she's seen these amazing things since, because I, I kept her in the house until about two. So when, and when she turned two, you know, she was with me and she was traveling with me and she sees um, how, you know, she sees the discipline that it takes. And she also sees the joy and the happiness that I have from doing it. So the best thing that I can do is be an example to her and, you know, just kind of encourage her to do the same thing, pursue the same lifestyle. She sings. She knows how to do create melodies. Um, So she'll be, you know, she's only four, but she'll be able to do concepts soon. Um, And her ear is astounding. So, yeah, she's with me. So how was it for you guys as a family to hear yourself on the radio? Oh man. <laughs> that that was that was funny. That was exciting. That was exciting and that was like it was so many things but it was really like wow, like okay. 
Because, you know, the first song that was on the radio, that was still, and that's another difference from my music from the beginning to now. Yeah. I was always being a songwriter. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had just in 2020 or 2019, at the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, I was like, um, okay, I see that nothing is going to move until I get inside my full purpose, which is to be an artist. You know, I write the music. That's my first love writing. But I have to sing it, too. I have to be the artist. So that song, Privacy, which was my first song on the radio, was not even for me. It was for Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. But I missed the meeting that was supposed to happen. And so I just put it out myself. And it got on the radio. And then everything that I've released since then has been on the radio, which is only three more songs. But still. That's I think- three more songs than the, the, the last guy. You know, that's that's yeah. a big deal. That's a bit that was like, whoa, is this like, I don't know, like what's normal and what's not. But I thought that was like crazy. May I ask, do you feel like you're taking the time to celebrate all your tiny victories and seeing them for what they are? Um, I, I, I take moments, but um, in April, I took off, but I, I took the whole month of April, April off. But I see that I'll need more than that. Because there's layers of what you do when you're off. So I was just resting and, you know, just enjoying my family. But I I don't think I really smelled the roses. So I might need like three months off. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Yes. Um, As artists, especially artists that are constantly moving, constantly creating, Mm -hmm. constantly have a demand. Yeah. How important is rest? taking in that time to reflect mm-hmm. and then getting back to the grind. <laughs> it's important because you have to, you have to um, regenerate. You have to restore yourself. You know, you have to go live life so that you can be full of inspiration. You can't just spew out, spew out, spew out, spew out and think that you can just do that forever. You know, so it's, in, it's essential to um, take a step back and, and, and take that time to rest and rebuild and, you know, live life for you and for your family because you you know you're absent from them when you're working so much. So yeah, I feel like when I'm in the zone, I'm there alone. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You're very much alone. Yeah. And um, if you don't come back and ground yourself, you can just be out there floating in the universe for a long time, almost like the movie Soul. Have you seen that? Yes, I. Yeah, I... It's very much like that. <laughs> You just find yourself out there pushing out all this work. And sometimes if you don't ground yourself, you also find yourself pushing out work that isn't on, not even on brand, but aligned with your mission. Yes. Cause you are just trying to get it. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that um, I'm on my own terms. I own myself. Yeah. So I'm not a slave to what I do. Um, I do have strenuous, you know, times, but that is on my own accord. That's from me putting myself in that position because the mission might just take that long. Yeah. I, I have I have spiritual experiences. So sometimes I'm downloading messages for three days and I'm up for three days because that's just how long the message took to download. You know what I mean? Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah, I know you. 
<laughs> Girl, and it makes you feel like you're insane. Like I need to go to bed, but I also need to. But I also this need project. <laughs> <laughs> but I also need to be up. And that, and that, you know, that is a part of mastery. You yeah, it's a part of knowing. You know when to rest and when to be, you know, hyperactive and all of that stuff. It's it's like included. And in you know what else? I realized the more that I practice my self care, my meditation, mm-hmm. the easier it is for me to go into those spells for three days and yeah. create and conjure up the message, the divine message that has been downloaded into me. Yeah, and that- you know. I found I was able not to eat and drink, but I was like even getting better into my meditation. I was like, Tave, you know, you need to take those two hours to make sure that you're eating and drinking and still downloading. Like it takes time. It it, it it's it's a gift. It's a gift. Yes, True. man. Yeah. And and you know, that's why I was saying earlier I keep my circle intimate because mm-hmm. that, you know, food something as simple as food can bring chaos to where it'll distort things or make it harder for it to download. Yeah. The more balanced and the more clear your vessel is, the easier it is to receive those messages and downloads and, and the better your articulation of it will be. Fasting through the process, girl. Um, How important is consistency? when it comes to chasing your dreams? And this question goes, it's coming from those who may want to do what you do later in life. Mm-hmm. How are you using your divine feminine energy to translate your music and your mission? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, all that I am, is literally all that I am. I am that I am. And so when you are dealing with a woman who is conscious and who is loved and who is elaborate, I need time to show that I'm multifaceted. I have all of the dimensions that ever existed and that will ever exist and that currently exists now. So, you know, I think it's important for women to not try to put themselves in one box or put themselves in one you know, the industry wants you to be identified as one thing so that people can compartmentalize you and say, okay, this is this character. But women, have so many layers and so much depth and so many sides and I'm going to show myself that's what I'm going to do you know I'm not going to put myself in a box some days I'm going to dress like Erica Badu and some days I'm going to dress like Nicki Minaj and I'm going to feel powerful in all outfits all looks all pictures all videos all of the everything because you know it is me that empowers me not my outfit or what I look like or this and that and the third and how I feel um I want to express myself that's what empowers me me being courageous enough to express myself in all ways my next question for you is Teddy Riley how did that dynamic happen and how was that moment for you Oh, man. Um, I think me and Teddy have 
some interstellar connections because you know me coming up and listening that he produced and not even knowing at the time that it was him um they brought me out of they brought me out of out of the space I was in when I was younger which was how am I going to get out of this? Like I was looking for some type of magic or something. I was like, I know it's more to life. And every time I heard a Teddy Riley composition, I was like, oh my God, yes. And I will be back inspired and back on my journey seeking that magic. So to arrive at a particular age and find out that he was behind all those records that made me, even he was behind all of the, other artists like Missy and um uh I don't I don't know how familiar you are with the people that's like behind the scenes like but when you think about Pharrell and you think about all of these people that came out of Virginia um it was just like yo these people are composing they're writing and they're the artists mm-hmm Teddy has been doing this for so long. Teddy is like a cosmos. And he got all different stars and all different planets and all different kind of stuff just, you know, rolling up in there. And so to meet him, I was, it was astounding. It was astounding, but it was also destiny. Do you think your meeting him and working with him gave you... um the inspiration to enjoy being behind the music? Oh, I actually, I always enjoy being behind the music. I didn't want to be in front of the music. I never wanted to be um, exploited. I never wanted to be popular and famous because I'm a private person. I like to be at home kind of doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. I used to feel a lot of pressure um, being looked at by a lot of people and being judged and being like, put on the spotlight um but he meeting him showed me that I have a responsibility Mm -hmm. to the world I can't just do what I want to do and you know I I have gifts that was bestowed upon me and I have to give back so he he helped me to see that I was the artist and not just the songwriter my next question is, who are you surrounding yourselves with right now? Um, well, right now, so we're working with a lot of people. But right now, um, our circle is very intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have to keep my energy focused and I have to keep the chaos as, as low as possible. Um, because, you know, it, it, it's important to stay on task and it's important to stay, um, balanced and to stay peaceful, you know, and that's something that a lot of us don't get to accomplish because we're out in the world. Yeah. You know, so, um, we're very conscious of that. So our circle is very intimate. It's, it's full of, um, individuals who share the same goals as us, which is to, um, exceed in love and to exceed in our joys, you know, to pursue our passions and what we love uh, and to, and to co- um, um, collaborate with each other on the accomplishment of that. 
So may I ask, how long are you going to stay in Cleveland? Are we going to see you in LA or New York anytime soon? Yeah, I'll be probably in Miami. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because when I am home, a lot of people don't see me. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the studio. <laughs> when I'm at home, I'm in the studio. And, you know, I haven't been really been like revealing where all I've been and who all I've been with because, you know, I really wanted to hold on to my last little bit of privacy, regular life. Yes, as much as I could as much as I could and I just you know I take my baby to the park I let her walk and you know she's not causing a frenzy people not trying to take her picture and I enjoy my grocery shopping now as you know just the little things I'm really trying to soak it all in before Mm -hmm. I transition so but I am I am places a lot in um you know is Cleveland always going to be your home yes Yes. 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 What, what helped you make that decision? Okay, because, all right. So, you know, each state has, is under a specific star system. Right. I'm not going to say controls, that, but that's why they're called states, because they are states of mind. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the star system controls the state, but it influences the state. And so Cleveland, Ohio, in particular, you know, Ohio in particular is a place where we're in between star systems. So it's not like one star system. That, that's why you see like so many different um, variations of people and personalities and stuff like that, because, you know, we have more freedom to pick what we want to be. And I love that freedom. I love that magic of Cleveland. You know, yeah, there's no place like Cleveland. There's- it has its own sense of um, elegance. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, very much past and future at the same time. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and ma'am. there's a huge disconnect between fame and prestige those things aren't go don't go hand in hand anymore like mm-hmm. hollywood isn't like old time glamour glamour and beauty anymore but in cleveland you can see that plane mm-hmm. when you hear words like superior or carnegie mm-hmm. and in euclid and things like that things behind those white names yes ma'am <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, they give you a different dynamic in the way you speak in the way you talk but that also depends on where you grew up because mm-hmm. that same person who grew up in Cleveland, they probably grew up on the, you know, East 99th side. Well, that isn't, you know, Case Western Reserve and the Opera House and stuff like that. So you do mm-hmm. have a lot of dynamics in Cleveland, Ohio. And I think it's very awesome that you decided you're deciding to stay here. Because I honestly was like, I feel like she's going to move to L.A. anytime Ooh, uh, now. Yeah. Well, like, that's, <laughs> like, I will I will have um multiple spaces mm-hmm. you know but this will always be my home this will always be the place i come and unwind and just you know get to my center always mm-hmm. always always i made it a point not to chase mm-hmm. um because when you chase something it's just going to run from you i made it a point to be the thing that the thing that I want to attract wants also. So not only do I want you, but you want me too. 
So I'm consistent in being attractive. I'm a, I'm consistent in being magnetizing. I'm consistent in being um, the thing that I want once as well. So um, I don't think that the answer is constantly putting out content and constantly overworking yourself and constantly running and chasing after this thing and just because you're losing life force like that and something that's low in life force is not attractive Mm -hmm. it is not so it's all about for me um and, and and how i want to influence people and encourage them and inspire them is to absorb things Mm-hmm. magic um, um, work on yourself know yourself know what makes you joyous and happy know what makes you healthy know what makes you vibrant you know know the things that set you ablaze and do that shit that's what you be consistent in be consistent in your health be consistent in the things that you love be consistent in your relationship you know and then the shit that you want begins to chase you that's beautiful. <laughs> that <was> beautifully <laughs> said. Not chasing your dreams. Yeah. Just being your dream. Being your dream. Yes. 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 Yeah, because we all we've been told is grind, you know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Dream chaser. Uh you know, the American dream. The American drain. Okay, that's what that is. And it definitely is. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so easy for people to uh, fall off. Loving yourself will get you to where you want to be faster than chasing this imaginary dream. That's beautiful. Man. Yeah, <laughs> it works. I'm telling you, it works. So may I ask, what is next? Oh, my gosh. I just got chills when you asked me that. Um, so I have a couple of things coming out, but I'm excited about the collaboration that I have with Fat Joe because it's a Michael Jackson sample and Michael Jackson's spirit has all always been very involved in me creating music. So I feel, and I could be wrong, this could completely not go how I think it's going to go and I will still be fine with that. But I feel that this will be the beginning of my explo- exploitation, but mm-hmm. I feel supported in it for various reasons, but especially the fact that it was a Michael Jackson sample. <laughs> and for those who don't know, having the honor to even be allowed or have the opportunity to use a Michael Jackson sample is r- a really big deal because you have to think about who owns those samples. Mm-hmm. You have to think about who gave you the clearance to get those samples. So for you to be in a position to have the opportunity to manifest with an ancestor yeah. <laughs> at yeah. that is it's an honor. When I tell you, like, you know, you, you remember, remember the time, the song. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So I remember like when I was younger and I remember like seeing the video and realizing that he used Queen Nefertiti in the video. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting older and growing up and everything like that, I remember I was at Teddy's house and I was on Instagram. This was my 
first time at Teddy's house. So I'm on Instagram and I see this like write up pops up and it's about the video. Remember the time. And so I'm reading it and everything like that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this was released on my birthday. Divine. Wasn't that divine? And then the fact that I was at Teddy's house, which is the one who produced the record, when I found it out. And I feel like Michael was just telling me, like, I got you. You don't have to worry about anything. Like, just keep going. It was just so deep for me. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah, I remember the day the video came out. <laughs> Back then, when music videos would come out, it was like a family event. Everybody would surround the no, TV, and if <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if you missed it, you missed it until you know, like MTV start playing yeah. it or something. Like, and, yeah. And this is why I say about Teddy because I remember like when the whole family was around and we was we, you know, set up to watch the video and we were all around the TV, and you know, I'm. I felt a certain way about my family because I was light-skinned. And because I was light-skinned and everybody else wasn't, I feel like there was like this put her down in a certain type of way so that she doesn't feel like she's better than everybody else. But I was just a kid. Yeah. So I always felt inferior and not as powerful as them because I was light-skinned and all of this kind of stuff like it really made me feel down and bad and to be in front of that TV and to see, because I am Nefertiti. You know, that's not, my daddy didn't name me after the queen. I am the queen. Nefertiti never died. And so to be in front of that screen and to see my whole family sitting down and it was Nefertiti on that throne and that's who Michael Jackson was trying to pursue it just put it was me, a game changer. <laughs> it put me back together, my little bitty self. It put me back together, and just hearing all the hearing New Jack swing and hearing Teddy on that magic. It was just like it brought me back up where I needed to be, so that I can continue on this journey. So Teddy means the world to me in so many ways for so many reasons. <laughs> well, Neff, I want to let you know that we invite artists onto Atelier Eleven Twenty One to let them know that. We see you, we're rooting for you, and we truly believe in you. Thank and we love your work. And I wish that you get all that you desire. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. And for the listeners, can you please tell them where to follow you, where to listen to your music, how to get in contact with you, how to see <laughs> you live now that, you know, we back open? Like, how open can we get to you? <laughs> So everything is Nefertiti, N-E-F-E-R-T-I-T-T-I, and my middle name, Avani, A-V as in victory, A-N-I. Everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, all of the streaming services. Um, I have my recent release out. It's called Buss It. Um, we also have a out and we have privacy out. So, yeah, go check me out. That's how you guys can get in contact with me. I would love to hear from you guys and have you guys, especially if you're resonating with what we've been saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Please go follow Neff. Please listen to all of her music. Buss it. Raw. Privacy. 
and just so many good tracks. If you haven't heard her music yet, please look at the information in the tab below. Write down her Instagram, follow her, go watch her videos on YouTube. She is doing some amazing work. Thank you again, Neff, for being a guest on Atelier Living 21. And you guys all have a good evening.